Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. It's your host, Taylor and Sterling Mack. We back at it again. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Love It Lifestyle. Love yourself, love others, love life. Love It Lifestyle, contemporary fashion label and creative studio at loveitlifestyle.com if you want to check the brand. Now, we are back again. Like I said, we have a lot going on. There's some fire things on TV, a a big cross-section as we have NFL football about to kick up. A lot of ways to watch, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of ways to partake. A lot of ways to lose your money. A lot of ways to gain some money. There's a lot of things going on when we have VR. We're excited to bring that to you today. Sterling, how you doing? Good, man. Good uh, good to see you. Good to be back kind of in our normal kind of weekly cadence here. You know, we get get into the school year, if, if you will. Uh, so it's good, man. I Before we get into the stories, I, I got, I mean, yeah. I got a question for you. What yeah, hit, hit me with it? Have you upgraded your underwear lately? Listen, my underwear looks like Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man trying to stop the bus, just ripped and tattered, holding on for dear life. Stop the I train. Think, I mean, I excuse you me. You could have taken that. You could have taken that image and analogy in a multitude of ways there. I'm just saying a lot of my underwear is holding on to his last gap, Sterling. It is the last of the Mohicans from my underwear. And it's not like I don't want to go and grab new underwear. It's just it is what it is. Every man, let's just be honest, every man has that pack of undies where it's just like there's holes in it. You might, I'm not saying mothballs. We're not nasty. They're clean. There's just holes. They're riddled with holes. I mean, what, what's what, what, what's your feel? That's, I, I, I need to get new draws. I got some new draws, but you have your old reliable. When you have old reliable, it's like a pair of fresh jeans. When you break in the jeans, you want to keep them and ride them for as long as you can because it's it's trustworthy. You know what you're getting. You know the comfort. You know the elasticity. That's what I go for underwear, though. What you got? I say that because, you know, recently I got some Lululemon underwear. And to be honest, they have changed. Uh, they've changed my outlook. You know, I like to wear them after I work out, just very comfortable when you're lounging around. And I've been looking for that. I've been looking for that. I've been looking for something to lounge around because we're going to talk about when you're t- when you're watching TV, when you're watching sports here at the beginning of this pod. So I wanted to ask you how, you know, wh- what are you lounging in these days? That's why that's why I want to get into that. Yeah. But does Lululemon stop when you think you had gas, but it's really a thought when it's really a poop? What is it? Is it? Does it does it change your life at that aspect when you got spray when you got spray for it coming out? If it ain't changing, it ain't self-cleaning. It ain't new revolutionary underwear, Sterling. That's why I stick with my fruit of the loom. Reliable, know what I can do with it, get the doo-doo stains out, and this fresh undies that I'm rocking for 10 years. Holes in everything. I don't even know where to take that. But <laughs> I think I'm going to get into streaming a little bit. Don't put them sports. Don't act like you thought you had some gas. The next thing you know, a little slippage came out. Happens. I mean, that's the worst. Happens to the best of us. That's the worst, the worst feeling, right? You know, See now, if Lululemon doesn't have the elasticity to be tight around the buns and shoot that back up in you. So you don't get it all dirty in your drawers. I ain't paying $60 for it. I'm glad it's revolutionary. It feels great feels great that was not an ad by the way it does feel good it seemed like it was a free plug it was free plug um i i did want to start here just i think it's interesting with getting into the fall uh to your point football is back so everyone's going to be on their couch like what are they 
what should you be kind of on the lookout for, right? What's changed in the landscape? I think it's interesting to kind of kind of think through that, right? Yeah. Um, and because of the fact that, you know, uh, I know that the House of the Dragon just came back out. Shout out to the Targaryens and to Game of Thrones. Never seen uh, it. But, but it's so strange. So strange, right? But, H- but HBO Max and Discovery are kind of folding into one, right? So kind of had me thinking, like, what's what's on the horizon for sports coming up here, right? So something that's interesting to think through is Disney, Comcast, Paramount, and Fox. They're going to pay a combined $24.2 billion for sports rights in 2024 alone, right? So Apple, um, which now has major rights within Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, uh, they're totaling around $3 billion. Obviously, they've got also um, the Thursday night deal as well. Um, Amazon has a sports empire in their own right. All right, They yeah. just signed something with the Yankees, uh, 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 taking a minority stake in the New York RSN network, um, which is a part of their $3.47 billion deal. Uh, mm-hmm. And then going back to Amazon again, right? So they've got the Premier League. They've got uh, France's League One and to the UFA Champions League. Uh, and again, going back to uh, some of the Thursday night as well. So what what I, I guess my question to you is, does any of this change your streaming habits? Do you care like what which you know which uh, which partners are are bargaining and, and 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 ultimately gaining rights, right? Is that is that forcing you to keep something that you were, were gonna get rid of uh, from a streaming perspective? or do you are you just like, you know what, man, it's sports, like I'm just gonna watch it regardless. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. And I, I think we got to go back to one of our earlier episodes and the revolutionary technology from Bohan and Buzzer. I think this plays right into their hand because let's just be let's 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 just be honest. We're all lazy. Everybody's lazy. You know, like half of America just got excited because student loans has the possibility of getting cut out. And they're like, oh, that's some extra stuff I ain't got to worry about and take care of anymore. I can I can chill. I can I can I can coast a little bit. That's how we are. We're all a little bit lazy. We like it. Ease of use simplification. And yes, do I subscribe to a lot of the different platforms just because you kind of have to right now? Yeah, I do. But when it comes to sporting and sports, let's just take NBC Sports, you know, literally in, in, in the thick of night, just disbanding the NBC Sports channel. And now you either have to go to Peacock or you have to go to USA, USA Network um and then i think two other two other networks that they use too just to be able to find sports and you're like i'm just searching for it and now i'm tired i'm just going to go back to espn i'm going yeah. i'm going back to the monopoly so i would like to but i just know me and i'm just going to be like you know what the lesser of two evils i'm just going to keep it on fox all day or um cbs and then just do that for nfl baseball i haven't even touched uh apple tv for MLB. I would love to see what those ratings look like. And it's, I understand it's, 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 you have to go out there and grab uh, a lot of these NFL and professional sports um, associations because you got to get the TV rights, but I don't know if we're doing it in the right way. How, what's, are you, are you on the lazy side? Or are you pretty proactive and, and uh, going out and searching to, to see as much as you can? I'm both. I want to hit one of, one of the things you said there because Remember during the Olympics here recently, I mean, I didn't, I don't have Peacock and it's kind of weird for me because I'm a huge office fan. Like I just, it, it made no sense for me at the time to like, just go, go grab Peacock just for the office. Right. Right. And to your point, when the Olympics were going on, 
there was a little thought of me of mine of like maybe i should get this because i want to watch some of this ultimately i was like i'm not gonna like wake up at 6 a.m to do any of this stuff right and still i to this day i do not have peacock there's probably nothing that they can put out right now that's gonna make me go spend whatever it is seven dollars 9.99 whatever it is right to have that per month uh and to your point i'm also the, i'm a huge baseball fan right obviously played it in my past i have not watched one of the apple friday night games and i even there's even a girl uh shout out trisha Whitaker, uh, Whitaker who went to iu is now doing some of the uh on-field correspondence i mean i i just and i have apple tv like i just but i'm not gonna to your point What's easy for me to do if I want to watch a baseball game is I go down to my MLB app and I click in and I'm like, what game, who are the Braves playing today? And that's what I watch, you know, yeah. to your point of the ease, right? I want something super simple and I hate having to like cobble it together or look through like who has this game, who has that game, right? I think what's easy about the NFL to your point is, yeah. I mean, we both have red zone, right? So we kind of just watch that. And to your point, like if I want to watch the actual game that day, right? If it's like, you know, Cowboys Packers, you know, then I'll go, I'll flip on Fox and just watch that or CBS, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting too, that the NFL is taking the gamble. Either it was literally only, you know, bars, restaurants that were doing NFL Sunday ticket, but to move away from direct TV and go to the streaming platform for the Sunday ticket uh, platform, uh, I hate to double up on the word, but uh it's interesting to see that they definitely took a hard look at the numbers and they're like, you know what, it's a better route to go from the subscription standpoint instead of going to, um, you know, Sunday ticket. And I think that actually might be a, a good gamble because with Sunday ticket, you get every single game. And if you have a setup in your house where you have like three different TVs, that's easy. Instead of doing, let me make sure I have direct TV, then adding the direct TV package, which is going to be 50 99 or something like that. Um, now you just do, I don't know exactly. I don't want to butcher who they who they who they went with for the Sunday package, but throw that app on, and then you just roll it through your your different TVs. Now the interesting part is, will it will they cut it per TV? You can only do it like you know they'll right. they'll have every TV is logged on as a user instead of it just being one that you're multicasting on. You know different TVs in your house. So that'll be the interesting part. Yeah, how far no how agree. far can you how far can you go with it? Yeah, that's a great point there. I, uh, it's interesting, right? I mean, to your point, I mean, you have to, if you're Amazon you and, and Apple, you kind of have to go for those deals. You have to to kind of get that reach out there. You have to go for those younger audiences. Yeah. Um, but how the rollout will be, how everything is going to be uh, kind of encompassed into your package will be will be interesting to see here. So uh, yeah. I did, we wanted to start there, obviously, you know, with everything getting going here in the fall. Uh, it's really interesting to kind of think through where rights will be, right, as we go into 2023. Uh, but also, to your point, what's going to happen, right? What are these ratings going to look like? We know football is king, but what are they going to look like parsed out uh, on these different devices here? I got a great idea, Sterling. I'm going to call it OTV as a circle. What it's going to do is you just plug in. It's uh, If you plug in all your subscriptions, we'll already have every TV lined up. We'll have everything going down for all your sports, and you just click in. doesn't matter if you got Apple TV, Hulu. See, somebody's got to do that. But then that's just TV. By the time somebody – it's going to be crazy. We're cut, we're core cutting all the way to come back. It's cyclical just to having TV bundled up again for all yeah. your channels. That's what's yeah. going to happen. It's annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. Very annoying. Very, uh, very tough there. All right, I want to get into a couple platforms we got for you this week. Uh, the first one is called Gym Class, which is a popular VR basketball app uh, that's on the MetaQuest Ab Lab, 
Um, they just raised $8 million in the seed round led by Andreessen Horowitz with participation from Y Combinator. Um, VR Gym Glass essentially combines uh, fun, fitness, social, and entertainment into a real world within the within the VR gaming. Uh, and again, you can find that on the MetaQuest store uh, coming up here in the fall of 2022. Uh, Taylor, what do you think about this one? <sighs> Certainly, it's uh, it's interesting. So let me paint a picture for those that are listening in a quick 30-second elevator pitch. It's VR for basketball. You still have the two you know handheld things that you're using for your Oculus VR or whatever VR set you have. And it's just hands, no body, basketball rim, and you know, the court. So it's it's giving you the effort and the feel of trying to play basketball, but at the same time, it's not basketball. So but it's like we basketball, like you know what I mean? You remember it, is. it is like we, but it, you don't even get the like we characters fully. You do get the kind of face and top top body if you're playing against other people, you're in the yeah. same like online lobby. But my thing is just because it's in the meta quest, it came in at number two for most downloaded. I don't like it. I'll just be honest. Sometimes you just gotta be honest. You know, and I, I won't cheat you people. I don't like it. And the only reason why I don't like it is because we were spoiled with what Ready Player One looked like. And then they truck they, they truck out these projects that look like they are Minecraft from 1999. And I don't like it. You can't give me graphics or spoil me with something of, of what could be. And then you give me something as if I'm living in 2001 and we got the brick cell phones out here. I don't I, I don't like that transition backwards just to go forward and i understand this is the inception of uh you know this new style of gaming the 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 power that it takes to to run the graphics and the gpus no it ain't uh -uh, not my style and it's not like you have gloves to play basketball with because you're still using little handheld things you have to click it like you're holding it and then flick it like you're you know doing a fishing rod to act like you're in the process of shooting so it's a great concept but I still think to develop something like this and then roll it out, it needs to be a lot smoother and cleaner. But I do like the 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 idea and the concept behind. I just think the execution needs to be better. That's just yeah, it's, it's more the mechanics, right, of being able to play the game and it gets you moving, right? It gets you into some sort of yeah. I mean, it gets it gets you. I, I guess kind of it acting like you're playing basketball, right? You got to think you're in your living room, right? I mean, you yeah. can't be act out here acting like you're Steph Curry in the fourth quarter against the Celtics, right? Like that's not, that's not, that's not possible at the moment. Right. And I know you likened it to ready player one, which we're just not there yet. Right. I mean, you saw the Facebook avatar that Zuckerberg threw out there, right? He Looked got like made fun. I, that man got pressured into getting a, a, a facelift. <laughs> like Roller Coaster Tycoon from like 1996, you know? Like, I just don't think, I think we expected things to be so fast here on the rollout of what VR and what meta and everything is. And right. I think we've got to let it, we've got to, we've got to find the kinks. We've got to understand, to your point, some of the back ends with the GPUs, all, all that, all the technology parts, right? We've got to mesh those together here and get us to a point where, where we are more so at a ready player one. I do like this. I think it's an interesting uh, – I mean, the fact that it's the, the number two uh, most popular app and, and most downloaded uh, within MetaQuest I think is definitely interesting. Um, mm. And, again, I think they're just going to continue to build off of this and make this something – I mean, people truly do love basketball, right? And if yeah. you can, if I could be in my living room and like, you know, give somebody a pump fake and be like, man, I just gave somebody buckets today, you know, yeah. without having to like actually go to the gym and I actually get a little, 
get a little quote unquote cardio. Yeah, that would be that's that's like the ideal situation there, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you had to develop something like this. You you should have released it with virtual gloves because that's the only way you can get like the real feel of like your form and shooting. You know, gym class does allow you to temper your power degree, whether if it's like your your wrist or, or strength that you're putting behind the ball so that whatever flick that you're using, it's more consistent and you can get that feel. Uh, so it does give you that aspect there. But um, there's shortcomings, especially when it comes to dribbling on the, on the app. You're just kind of free flowing, free balling and dribbling. I think they, they recommended you like clicking to hold the ball to dribble to make it seem a little bit better. So, and this is, you know, kind of peer from a peer review standpoint that I was, I was going through doing from research. So I think it's, like I said, it's a great concept and a good initial rollout, but I think with what we've seen, I think people could do better, especially when it's in a smaller scale. So that's, let me ask you that question. Why, you know, the metaverse and you know everything, you know, like I said, it was, on, it was number two with downloads within the MetaQuest. But for the metaverse, why not roll it out in a very specific manner instead of a free kind of free world play so that you can have the graphics to look cleaner, cutter, and then expand on that world instead of starting large and then trying to clean up what you released uh, from such a large scale. So start small and grow instead of starting large and go backwards a little bit. Are you asking? Are you asking why they didn't go large and, and then no start small? start small so that you could have greater clarity and imagery and doing more from, I guess, making it look like Ready Player One instead I, of it looking like, like that, lot characters. I, I mean, I get your question. I do think they started. If you're asking about the metaverse, I think, I think Zuckerberg didn't realize where they were technology wise and what they needed what they needed to input into it. I think they've also tried to safeguard. A lot of it, right? Mm -hmm. So not getting help from some of the developer communities, I think, has also kind of hurt their expansion here and what they were expecting to do by this time this year. Um, if you're asking me about uh, gym class here, for, for example, I do think that is kind of starting small, right? It's essentially getting people into your ethos, getting them into your ecosystem, understanding the gameplay perspective, and then making simple and smart updates to your customers, right? I think that's what yeah. they're trying to do. And I think that's why it's so popular with a lot of people because right now it's catering to where where we are within the VR world, right? Yeah. Um, we don't need a, we don't, I don't think everyone's, ex like pe people are okay with a we kind of feel, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's that's cool for right now. And as, it's, as it expands, as it starts to, as the avatar starts to like mold to like who your body is and all that stuff, then the movement starts to get better. Now you're gonna be like, oh shit, like that looks, that looks, that feels different. That feels like my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's what they're trying to do right now. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Uh yeah, it was more towards the first part of it, not the latter, but no, it was that 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 covered it. So I appreciate that. I mean, I just I just want it to look cleaner. I don't I don't want to feel like I'm living in 1995, 99 graphics. It's got to be 2022. That's just me. Well, the tough thing, and, and I'll segue this to, to the, our, our second platform here, is that I saw this. I think this was in a TechCrunch article that traditional sports viewership is declining among Gen Zers, right? So the social media and the streaming platforms are becoming uh, a favorite destination for young sports fans. So it's like, how do you get these people in here, right? So Another one that's very similar to what we just talked about within gym class is Stadium Live Studios. So they just announced a $10 million Series A round. 
Uh, believe it was led by KB Partners and Union Square Ventures with participation from Kevin Durant and 35 Ventures. Um, uh, also participating were Dapper Lab Ventures, Position Ventures, Six Man Ventures, and Breakout Capital. This is a th- um, an extension to the $3 million seed round that they received back in January of 2021. And so with this, uh, what they're able to do here is it's really very similar, right? Avatars that you're able to kind of customize, right? So they're able to customize their own avatar as well as buy uh, digital collectibles, gain uh, gain points by drafting teams during live matches and sports streams, which creating a squad with their friends. So they can join daily live streams. They can do polls. You can do trivia. And you can chat with like-minded players within this one stadium, right? Uh, which is pretty cool. And they've already garnered over 500,000 users to date. Uh, so very similar to a couple of you just talked about, Taylor, right? Where it's it's kind of the old, not only old-timey graphics, but it's essentially getting people into this community and being able to do th- different things off of it. What do you think about this one? You're going to be surprised. I actually really like it. I do. A complete re- 180. It is, but it's from the standpoint that it's not – strictly vr you know say if you access it from your phone you're walking around with your avatar popping in to different live rooms with real people um it's that sense of community and being able you know to do the the fantasy aspects and then other things from you know dapper um uh sorry from you know from fantasy aspect i was gonna say dapper love because it has uh uh basketball (laughs) um trading cards that you can that you can do nfts so it's it's um I think it's a good concept and, you know, they have what over 500,000 users to date. And I think that will, it plays right into the hands of like, you know, how the switch is, but if the switch had more of the community feel, which it, it does, you play online, but yeah. you know, you're popping into rooms, you're seeing other people, you're seeing their full avatars. So just kind of playing the game and just going through what, you know, whatever, but like it brings it to the handheld that you can, um, you know, access wherever you're, wherever you're at and just kind of uh, bring the world of Warcraft aspects without the, the, the finer graphics um, to the sports community. So I, I do like it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting correlation there, right? They call it themselves, right, a digital playground, uh, right? So you're trying to bring this fantasy sports aspect to this younger generation. So I like it, too. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, you can tell by the backers. Not anytime I think Rich Kleiman and Kevin Durant get involved. Uh, they've been incredibly smart with their investments. So something kind of perks your ears up a little bit. But, yeah, I love it. I think it's, it's great when you're going after their user base, right? They're looking at 12 years old and up there and trying yeah. to bring them into their ecosystem again, thinking of thinking of that ethos and how you can kind of build off of it and to your point a little different from a vr perspective where you've got your you've got your phone you got your ipad you can always kind of access it right and be able to do different things off of it or join just like a daily live stream and be involved in that yeah and speaking of because we were all recording on here you said kevin durant it is 8 24 and we had to bring in the named after the great kobe Bryant. so we're getting the kobe break in from kobe the dog on 824. Can you believe this, people? You got to check it out at Sports Tech Atlanta Media because we had to break in from the GOAT, Kobe himself, on 824. Is that a is that a good plug? I mean, you got you got to shout out for Kobe. His name is Kobe on 824 for Kobe, RIP. Not reincarnated, but living in the embodiment of the dope dog, Kobe here. I don't know what just happened, people. I, I I don't know what just happened, people. But could you not bring him in? For, it's eight twenty four. Am I am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I right? It is eight twenty four. It is eight twenty four. Um, 
Last one here. I don't know if you saw this. I thought it was super interesting. I wanted to just kind of call it out and maybe have a quick little discussion on it here. But Tiger Woods and Rory announced a couple of things over the last really 48 hours, right? And wherever you stood on the Saudi-backed Live Golf League, you knew that it was going to make changes within the PGA Tour, right? They announced a ton of changes. Uh, again, the PGA Tour has over the last 24 hours how they're going to increase purses. They're going to give, um, you know, stipends to people that miss cuts. I think it's like five uh, a purse of like five thousand dollars if you miss a cut to be able to, you know, get get you back home. All those type of things, right? But I thought it was interesting that all of a sudden the Tiger and Rory are up there on a couple podiums here and a couple in a couple media ops. And the first thing that they announced is they announced a essentially a sports technology uh, fund that's going to go after, you know, sports tech and entertainment here. That's going to be called Tomorrow Sports, T-M-R-W is how that is spelled. Uh, former president of NBC Sports uh, Golf, Mike McCarley, is going to be the co-founder and CEO. They've already uh, received an initial investment from NBC Sports chairman, uh, or former excuse me, NBC Sports chairman, Dick Ebersole. And then secondly, they came in today and announced something called, uh, called TGL. It's going to be a tech-infused golf league that will be held in stadiums built for the occasion where fans can watch three-man three teams compete in an 18-hole match. They're going to use simulators for the long shots, live shots for the shorter ones. It's going to take about two hours. It's going to be on Monday night starting in 2024. Uh, what do you make of this? Let me say... Live got PGA Tour and all the remaining golfers shaking in the boots. If Tiger Tiger had to stay, that's a whole different discussion. People can say the PGA Tour did him dirty when whatever you know his indiscretions came to light, or you can look at it as PGA Tour kind of did what they had to do, but also kept Tiger afloat and made kept Tiger. Let Tiger still come back to do what Tiger does because Tiger is the backbone of sports. It was kind of a balanced relationship that I help you, you help me. And that's why Tiger's, you know, I think released the statement that he did uh, because without the PGA Tour, and Tiger knows this, he would look like the biggest hypocrite in leaving, you know, of, of all people to leave. Um, so it's not surprising that they released this team format in a virtual aspect because it allows Tiger to still play because you're not walking except for it's really cool to see the, the concept. So basically you're, they're going to be playing on a jumbo jumbotron for the simulator, but then behind them, it's going to be like real life short game. I don't know if like the field is going to mold or adapt. I don't know how yeah. that's going to work for wherever they're, they're playing at. Uh, Beth Page, or if they're at Pebble Beach, like is it going to mold to the greens or something, which would be amazing. That would be some sweet technology that we got to talk about, break that down with that whenever that comes out. But Liv got people, people, Liv got them shook, Sterling. Liv got them shook real strong. And it was about time, though, because PGA Tour had a monopoly uh, on the golfing industry. And it was time that somebody else came in. We're, you know, we can talk about. You talk about the money later, but it was it was good that another league came in and legitimately brought pressure on uh, a league that has had no pressure for 80 years, 70, 70, 70 years, whatever that is. There's supposed to be well, no monopolies in 100 years. There's supposed to be no monopolies in America, but we still got one living, playing his day right in front of people. So right in people's faces. So like, yeah, this is uh, I think it's going to be cool. But here's a concept that I think they need to add in. 
the average Joe, good average Joe, needs to be able to qualify to be at least the fourth, the fourth on one of the teams. Like you have three pros, one like good. You could be a really good sim player. We've it's been proven that you could become a professional in the esports realm, and all it is is esports. And well, it's not esports, right? Like you're not you're you're swinging. You're swinging, but it's still it's esports. Still, you gotta you gotta you can you can know how to hit it on a simulator. You can you can. I think if you can qualify in a simulator league to be able to be like a fourth, I think that'd be cool. Then you can you're bringing in the average fan. I think they're gonna bring in the average fan anyways. I think anytime Tiger gets involved in something, right, fans are gonna just flock to it, right? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm the first time I see something like on Monday night, I'm gonna click into it. I don't care where it is. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. it. It's Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. I do think there's so many technology partners that they have, right? One of them they've already even shown, which is Kentar AR. We've talked about it on this podcast. Uh, they rolled it out during the Byron Nelson. Uh, they're backed by 76 Capital. Uh, you know, I think they're going to be able to get fans engaged in so many different ways, especially using simulators uh, and, and essentially having courses built. To your point, I don't know if they're going to like, well, will the people move, right? Will the stadium move like to like the next hole or like will the course just kind of move or the layout, right? I don't know how that's all going to work. Uh, there's so many options to think for it. But yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. I do. I want to see when they first started up just like 18 pros. And to your point, maybe they have something where you can kind of qualify for like a tournament or something or like one one event towards the end of the year. I think that would be really cool, right? And now yeah. the... I mean, the simulator market's going to go wild here, right? Like that's that's like the next that's kind of the next thing here. You got to be like, man, everyone's just going to go buy a simulator and just be be out here trying to be like Tiger and Rory. So, uh, to your point though, back to the live part, yes, live changed everything. I mean, there's some shitty things that Phil Mickelson did, and I don't think people are going to get around that. And that's I think that's that's fair, right? From the things he said, and like I think just who he is as a person, but. Um, live live has changed golf forever and i think for the positive for the players that want to be on the pga tour and i think that's ultimately a good thing right what obviously we understand what they were trying to do with their money and and everything but uh you know in the long run for people looking to make golf you know their their sport of choice it's it's a great thing yeah it is and i i think i think roy had the quote of uh you know when you turn the buccaneers on you're expecting tom brady in the pga tour right now you're you're it's slipping for household names. I mean, I think what you have, unless you truly follow golf, you're like, all right, the names are still fine, but you've had a lot of people that have left, especially some that are kind of still in their prime, not kind of, you know, Cam Smith is the number world number two going over to live. And you're like, you know, you're, you're having names that are starting to become household names leaving. And if you ask the common fan, you're like, Oh, who's left? And you're like, Oh, I think just Rory (laughs) is the only person that I could name. Um, the Brooks and Bryson feud left over uh, to the live tour. So, yeah, they really needed to do something. You never would have expected them to do teams outside of the traditional Ryder Cup because everything is pristine and it is a reason for stuff to happen on the PGA Tour because there's history here and this is by the book and this is how we do it. So, yeah, you're right. They, they changed and shook them up forever and it will be interesting to see, I think, at some point if there's another defector defector that is a top 10 or maybe two more i think you see the pga tour bend the knee a little bit and say we got to compromise with live you Um, haven't watched game of thrones but you just said bend the knee i haven't watched it yeah it's it's an analogy obviously i'm coming back with my tail between my legs asking for uh forgiveness a little bit that's that's what i equate that to 
just I just find so basically out. so to basically I don't need to watch 12 seasons and waste 12 years of my life for Game of Thrones because I just wrapped it up in one sentence. Boom. Look at that. You you didn't, but you Look didn't. You Ice didn't. walkers, is that what the, 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 the snow walker ice walkers? Ice walkers. What? Yeah, isn't that the, who's isn't that the Game of Thrones? The ice people? Who are the ice people? They're not ice, but yeah, they're like, you know, they're dead and they, they come in from the cold. Yeah, here you go. I don't need to watch it. I know what's going on. Boom. Look at that. Everybody, all I know is everybody was mad that they wasted 12 years of their life for what happened in that last season. I don't have to go through that. No, the last season is upsetting in a lot of ways. I'm mm-hmm. not going to get around that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it is what it is. It happens. It happens sometimes when a show disappoints you, right, at the end. It does. Now you have House of House of Dragon. Or as Black Twitter calls it, House of House of Dragons. It's <laughs> we're the best. We're the best. We change we change the name up of everything. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, Taylor, this was good. Um, again, continue to rate, subscribe. You can find me at Steve Mac. You can find him at Taylor Mac twenty nine. Uh, Sports Tech Atlanta underscore Media uh, is where you can find clips, podcasts, anything else like that, as well on Instagram and Twitter. Um, continue to rate and subscribe and we'll see you in the next edition of sports take Atlanta seat talk.